Hey, Making the Team fans, it's Kim J back for episode two. We had not one, not two, not three, but four cuts tonight. Here we go, DCC Podcast. episode is titled You Came to Play, and that was said by Britt to Gina about her freestyle. So this is, as Kelly says, the first real night of training camp. So we've gotten past the training camp showcase that they had last week where they were doing solos and they were actually starting to see some choreography. So this is a rookie-only rehearsal that we've started out the episode with. Kelly says that they have 13 dances under their belt at this point. So obviously this comes from pre-recorded routines that they got ahead of training camp. So I think that puts them about where they were last season. Last season, it seems like maybe they had a few more routines than that. Maybe they had 15 to, to 18 routines, if I remember correctly. I could be way off. Perhaps it was the same amount, but it seemed like it was more last season, but training camp also started later last season as well. So they are doing practices at AT AT&T Stadium. Tonight, they're in the South Main Club. It looks like they just like rolled down some paper for them to dance on. Like they didn't put a dance floor up for them to dance on. I mean, obviously it's not paper, but that's what it looks like. It looks like a big banner on the floor. And so they've got, of course, Kelly and Judy, and they've also got Melissa Rycroft here to help out with this first rehearsal as well, perhaps for her to scout out some potential rookie candidates for her to work with for her showmanship. I know a lot of people don't love Melissa. I liked Melissa when she was on seasons one and two originally. I mean, those early seasons are some of my favorites, even though I love all the seasons. And I liked Melissa. And of course, no one else has any experience on Dancing with the Stars like she has. Nobody went off to be on So You Think You Can Dance or anything like that. So a lot of times people are like, why is Melissa on here? Why don't they get Kashera or Maddie or Jen Ambert or, you know, whoever else has been a cheerleader in the past and maybe cheered for four or five years and was point of the triangle. But nobody else has that kind of really mainstream experience that Melissa has. And so And at this point, she's been the showmanship mentor for so many years. She's become really good at being able to spot that talent as well, too. So I just thought I would add my two cents in there. So they've already got them in groups. And of course, we know that the groups will move around as the season goes, as people get cut. Sometimes you have whole groups get (laughs) annihilated during training camp and you've got to move people around. But In this first group, we get all of our comeback girls in one group. We get Madeline, Tori, and Ashlyn all in this group, along with Klein. And Ashlyn gets rave reviews. And she looks great. She does look great. And of course, a lot of these routines she probably should know from last year. So they should look great. Same with Tori. Madeline may be a little bit fuzzier, being from two years ago. But she did make it pretty far into training camp. So they are basically giving thumbs down to Amber from Utah, 
which I think I remember her just briefly. I think she did, you know, they showed a clip of her solo last week and she was just saying that, you know, she wanted them to see her, her passion for dance and, but she's, she's not impressing them today. And they like Tyra says that she has good style. It's funny here. They have a, they talk about Klein that she needs to work on her sexy walk. And Kelly, I guess, liked it. She thought she had backside appeal, but Judy didn't feel that way. Felt like she needed a little more. What she said is a curve in her walk, which really, I guess, means a little bit of a sway. Might be a better word. So Melissa actually gets up and tells her that she also had a problem with the sexy walk, too. And so someone told her to act like she was, like, walking on a tightrope. And and so maybe that will help Klein. And so we get our first introduction of two this episode. And this introduction is for Tyra, who is from Gilbert, Arizona, said she went to Grand Canyon University, which I honestly can't say that I've ever heard of that before. But then I live in the South, very far away from Arizona. She, they, she was on the, I guess the dance team there for four years. And then of course, they just had one of these abrupt transitions. And she's talking about her grandfather, who died of suicide when she was a senior in high school. So that's pretty, obviously, pretty devastating. They also have her parents talking about that as well and how the whole thing just made her stronger. And she says that the DCC is every dancer's dream. I don't know about that. Like, I think people have different dance dreams. Pretty sure they're not all... It's not all DCC. I guess if you have maybe certain cheerleading, certain dance team backgrounds, maybe so. But anyway, so... After that group, the second group is way messier, way messier. In fact, I'm looking at this, these next few groups and I'm going, these rookie candidates are not as good as last year's batch of rookie candidates. Perhaps last year they got more time to practice their routines before they made it to training camp because training camp was later in the season and it was so short. But these candidates look like they're really struggling. Like it's really hard to figure out who's right. And the choreographer who's on and later in the episode, Brittany Perry Russell kind of comments on that same thing. She was like, I'm just trying to find somebody who's right. And that's exactly how I feel watching it as well. So in this group, we have Amanda, Melanie, Kaya, Madison, and Kaylee. And so Amanda just stands out to me because she's just got these horrible facials. She, she didn't get rave reviews last episode with her solo. I think she's one of the ones that was kind of in the montage of boring or disappointing solos. And her facials are just horrendous. And I think Judy at some point calls her frail. She is one of these that looks kind of skinny. Like they're all thin and in shape, but some of them just look thinner than others, or some of them might look heavier than others, even though they're not really heavy. But yeah, the facials were just throwing me off. They compliment Melanie on having good energy. She is five foot two, so she's kind of like Mackenzie Lee or some of these little dynamos that we've had in the past. They talk about Kaya's really struggling. Melissa says, Madison, a lot of mistakes. They're not really noticing her. At one point, Kelly goes, who is that in the middle that I'm not paying any attention to? <laughs> and then they, and then Kelly says that Kay- Kaylee dances like she's asleep. And Melissa says that she looks like she's marking it. So she just looks, she seems kind of forgettable. But like I said, they're all, they're all kind of struggling here. And then we get another group with Ava, Presley, Leah, Ashley W, Katie, Anna, Aaron, 
And Kelly quizzes Ava on what she ate that day because Ava's the one who is a little wonky getting up from the kick line during the judges showcase and had said that, well, she wasn't eating and she wasn't really drinking water because she was practicing and she kind of blacked out a little bit. So she says that she had a turkey sandwich, a lot of fruit strips and a peanut butter sandwich. And Kelly's like, okay. <laughs> so they compliment Leah saying that she's clean, clean like Jalen or like Kelly says, Jalen, which drives me nuts. Just call the girl by her name. Like, why are you calling her Jalen? It's Jalen. But anyway, which is interesting. I thought that was, you know, a, it's obviously a good compliment for Leah. And it's interesting because as they say that, that she's clean, it's like, okay. But it, other people around her are like, they all seem like they're doing different things. So I'm like, okay, so does that mean she's the one that's right? And then Ashley W, Judy says she has cute moments, but then she has stiff moments. And Ashley W, she is cute. She's got cute hair. She has natural hair that hopefully if she makes the team, they'll let her keep because I thought Armani's hair was really cute last year, but they made her get extensions. And then they say Katiana is really strong and she does dance strong, but she almost dances like a little like aggressive to me in the clips that they've seen. And I also don't love her facials and I still think she's got to be a candidate for her hair. Like her hair is just, it just looks dry and she just really needs a hair makeover. And then Erin, woo. Ooh, um, she's, she's rough. Like she doesn't look like she knows any of the routines well at all. Kelly basically tells her that she's making more mistakes than they can afford, which is, you know, that's not good to hear. Now, granted, this is their first rehearsal, but it sounds like she's got a long way to go. And there's always somebody every single season or one or two people that just struggles like way off the bat and they don't get a lot of time to turn it around. They can just kind of see that they're, they're not going to cut it. So, and Melissa is just commenting that it's it's just very chaotic. Um, she's like, are cuts being made soon? <laughs> she's like, at one point, like fighting not to laugh. So just a, just a lot of, uh, a lot of struggling. And that word is used tonight. Like if tonight was a drinking game, struggling would be the word because everybody was using that word tonight. Kelly, Judy, Melissa, and then later, Brittany, the choreographer. So Kelly opts not to call anybody into the office tonight because she doesn't want anybody to start like getting into their head. She just wants to end, kind of end on a good note. So we have no office visits. And then we have this segment about alumni hosting training camp candidates this year. And so we get a segment with Natalie Woods. Does this mean we might get segments in the next few episodes with other training camp candidates staying with other alumni? I think that's definitely probably likely to possible but who we get this episode is Natalie Woods and if you remember Natalie she's a very memorable character from seasons one or two she was one of the last cuts in season one and then she does make the team in season two she doesn't try it again she's just a one-year girl I love Natalie she's still to this day my favorite DCC of all time I guess because it was the first season I watched that first season and I just really got attached to her and and just loved it when she came back and made the team the next year so she has hosted someone before. So I don't remember what season it was that Yuko was a rookie. This is probably maybe seven, eight seasons ago at this point. She stayed with Natalie. So we saw just kind of a brief view of Natalie and just sort of a brief view of her house. I assume this is the same house. It could be a different house. This house, MTV Cribs, if like that was still a thing, they need to go and 
they need to go and tour Natalie's house because it is amazing. I'm sitting here going the whole time like, what do her and her husband do for a living? Because dang, it's, it, it from, you know, they show a clip from the outside. It just looks like a nice Texas house, but in the inside, it looks like a mansion. And she tells Klein that Klein has like her, oh, by the way, did I even say, I've been talking about Natalie the whole time. Klein is staying with Natalie. And Natalie tells Klein she's got this whole wing basically to herself. And she goes and she's showing around the house and Klein looks at the pool and she's like, wow, there's a lot of bodies of water out here. <laughs> so she is from Richmond, Kentucky, said that she minored in Japanese and she was supposed to go to Japan last year and didn't get to go because of COVID and then decided she would instead audition for DCC. So does that mean that she took the year to get ready to audition for DCC or that she auditioned and sent a tape for DCC last year and didn't get it? Not sure, but here she is this year staying with, with Natalie. There's just, there's a couple of other cute scenes also in this gigantic house. They have a gigantic refrigerator and Natalie's like, look, we ordered a small one. And Clyde's like, no, you did. She was like, I swear, I swear we did. And then she's also got an elevator and she was like, but it's really slow. Like, it's it, the whole thing is just, it's hilarious. I'm like, wow, what a house. So, and she also tells Klein that they're really competitive in this house and that she's got to keep the street going. Yuko made the team. She's got to make the team too. So, and then the last thing that, that Natalie said that was really cute was that, you know, if they start struggling in training camp, you might get a little bit of mom and Nat. And so I was like, well, you know, that's Natalie's got to be like 44 or 45 at this point. Cause I mean, season one was like, you know, 15 years ago now. <laughs> and uh, so I think she was 30 when she made the team. So which would make her 44 or 45. So she still looks great. Of course. I mean, she still looks the same, you know, maybe she's gained like three pounds. <laughs> so the next day, they are at AT&T Stadium for another rehearsal. They're bringing the veterans in tonight. And Kelly decides to debut this year's dun, 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 leaderboard. So they had this digital leaderboard last year. They didn't really talk about it a lot. They showed it to a couple of the choreographers just to sort of see how people are ranked. So obviously the rankings right now have to be pretty much based on the judges showcase. They don't really have anything else to base it on unless they've added in votes from her and Judy and Melissa from the very first rookie rehearsal the day before. And you know me, I'm going to scroll in on that leaderboard, whether it means anything or not. So they did show the 36 people that would make the team if they were naming the team today. And then the other 15 people who were below the line. So, and they basically said who the people were, who the rookies were that were going to make the team as of right now. And then everybody else wasn't. The good thing here to notice, and Judy was relieved, all of the vets were above the 36 line. Because if you remember last year, their cat was underneath the 36 line a lot of times. Kristen was, Lily and Meredith, who ultimately got cut, were. Hannah was always kind of bouncing very near on that line as well, too. So all of the vets were above the line. Now, as always, it seems like there's natural breaks in that top 36 because last year I realized that they had put them in alphabetical order, but the alphabetical order starts over a couple of different times. So it still looks like some kind of ranking and Kelly says that they are ranked. So let's just go through them 
even if it doesn't mean anything just for the sheer entertainment. So that first group is Allura Rose, Amber, Ashley, Caroline, Shandi, Claire, Ellie, Gina, Kelsey, Lisa, Madeline, Mackenzie, Rachel, Katiana, and Tori. So two rookies in that group, and they do call them out that they were very strong here, that they were making a strong case already, those two rookies. Then the next group, when it starts over, is Armani, Aaron, Jalen, Jessica, Marissa, and Ashlyn, which again looks like this is the next scoring group. So maybe the first group were got all 15 yeses from the judges. And maybe this next group got, somebody got a maybe or something. Don't know. There was a year that they actually did have like how many yeses, how many noes, and how many maybes on their picture, but we don't have that now. I do think last year they, they had letters on the digital scoreboard of what choreographers had voted for them. And then the, the third group starting over again, and this one was a little bit harder to see, to tell, because it actually looks like there might be two groups here because it's not in, anyway. Okay, so there's Danny, Jada, Kat, Kristen, Madeline, S, who's a rookie, Lexi, and Taylor as another group with the last group being Daphne, Darian, Amanda, those last three vets, and then Klein, Tyra, Amber, Kaya, and Melanie. And these are what Kelly said were the last five rookies that they had making the top the team right now. And so just kind of looking at that, Kelly said she felt like Klein has moved up from there. Tyra, they also seemed to really like Amber. They weren't too excited about in that first rehearsal. Kaya, they definitely were not excited about. And then Melanie has gotten good reviews so far. And then the group that's not in the top 36, and we haven't met a whole lot of them. There were a couple names I didn't even recognize, but Jensen, I don't recognize her at all. Presley, Kylie, Rebecca, Ava, Christina, Kaylee, Amanda, Leah, interesting that Leah was so far down the list and they said that she was so clean in that first rehearsal. I wonder if maybe the some of the judges didn't like her look. But Megan, Madison, Ashley, rookie Ashley that is, Jordan, Kelly, Brianna, and then Aaron bringing up the rear. And Kelly says that she wouldn't lose any sleep if Aaron was let go first. So it does not bode well for Miss Amber. I mean, for Miss Erin. So that's it for our, our leaderboard. They do go through each of these. And just the notes that I made here are, they both said, okay, who is Kylie? They thought Rebecca was getting overlooked. And I do remember Kelly liking her technique in last week's episode. They feel like Presley has moved up. They like Kaya, okay, so Judy said that Kaya was beautiful and tall, but she was a mess. I mean, how long are you going to hang on to somebody that's beautiful? You know, I mean, we've seen seasons that they've hung on to people quite a bit because they like their look, so who knows? And But they said Ava's falling down, that Kaylee's just kind of flatlining, Christina's average, Amanda is not as good as they thought that she was going to be. They call Le Leah a firecracker. Again, I think she's underscored at this moment. 
then several people for making mistakes. Ashley W. They can't remember Jordan neither, except that she has two ends. <laughs> and then uh, that they're just not noticing uh, Brie. So they introduced the choreographer for this episode. They've now brought in the vet. So this is the vet's first official rehearsal. So I guess they just had the rookies for like one day. It's, it's clearly hard to tell because they they have vets at rehearsal clearly the last day. And then they have vets at rehearsal today. And we had the meeting and the judges showcase. So perhaps all of this was one week. Like the meeting was on Monday and the judges showcase was on Tuesday and the rookie practice was Wednesday, and vets come in with this choreographer on Thursday, and then Friday kind of wraps it up. Maybe. Makes sense. We'll go with that. <laughs> so Brittany Perry Russell is originally from Fort Worth, and she grew up watching the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. She's since moved on to LA and says that she's worked with Rihanna and Cardi B and Beyonce and Katy Perry. Of course, we never know when they say they work with these artists. Have they worked with them with choreography, videos, touring, or they just dance for them. Who knows? We don't really know, but it sounds great, right? So she says she's looking for sass and performance, and she's going to be teaching them a jazz, funk, and hip-hop routine. And she's looking for a fluid, smooth movement. So any, interesting to notice here that all these practices that they're going to be at at t Stadium, they don't have mirrors. And so I'm sure it's, it's going to be a different environment learning choreography for them without the mirrors, as well as for the choreographers. If they're used to teaching, facing the mirrors, you don't know what's going on behind you. So you've got to kind of turn around and maybe you're not used to mirroring people. So it could be kind of interesting for the choreographers too. So this particular routine is done to Into You by Ariana Grande. It may not be the actual music that she used, but usually if, they're, if they've got a well-known artist like this, you think it's probably the same music that they used for the routine, but who knows? So they got this little part in there where she wants them to freestyle at the end. And then there's this part where they get down like really, really low. And I love this thing that Britt says. She goes, if I'm 101 and I can get that low, you can get that low. So I just thought it was funny that, you know, people will say I'm old, I'm with, but she was like, I'm 101. <laughs> but, you know, black don't crack. So there's no telling how, how old she is. And so we we get the first group of veterans and we get Madeline, not Madeline S, because that's the rookie I have on here, Madeline S, but vet Madeline. You know, Maddie just retired, so Madeline probably thought she could just be Madeline now, but of course then they've got a, a, a rookie Madeline, so... I don't remember what her, what her last name is, but she's really struggling. And I remember in like, I don't know if it was her rookie season or the year that she got cut when they were doing one of the hip hop choreographers, she really struggled with that too. So you would think four or five years later that it would be better, but she, she was having a rough time and she was like going a totally different way. And at the end of the routine, Brittany tells her that they lost her, that she was just like on an island and she wants her to actually do the routine again. And Madeline was like, she thought that she could just kind of get by and maybe get a comment. And I thought, well, that's kind of telling. She wasn't really trying to 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 stand out or, or to do well. She was just like trying to get by. And that's probably not the right attitude to have even as a veteran. So she tells Kat she did a good job, which the, the little clip we saw of Kat, she's like next to Jada. 
I think she's doing better than Jada. I don't know if I would say either one of them were doing a good job. It's really hard to tell what anybody's doing because the clips that they show are so short and they do a ton of slow-mo. Can I just say how much I hate slow-mo when you're showing dance routines? Like, can you just show the routine? Not a slow-mo. Everybody looks better in a slow-mo. I need to see what they look like in real time. Uh, Gina, is she's just showing off in the freestyle. She's doing some crazy stuff and 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 Kelly and Judy are like, what's Gina doing now? And Brittany was like, you came to play, which is where we got the name of the episode. So she, the second group goes, Madeline has to go again. She said she just wanted to cry, but she did it again. And Brittany says that she fought like, fought for it. And Madeline says she thinks that she got her respect back and saw why she is a veteran. So Armani stands out really, really strong. Uh, Judy says that she's doing exactly what she was told. And Kelly says that she's watching Armani and Lexi. And then Brittany gives her the, the great compliment that she had a hard time watching anybody else because she was giving her so much life. And then they bring the rookies in to start. And she immediately looks at Tori and goes, you're a Tolly like me. I want to see you get down real low. I'm going to challenge you. And she does. Tori does great. And so we get some montage here of some rookies struggling. Christina, rough. Aaron F. I just wrote, yikes. I mean, it's, I I can see where Kelly says that she's not going to lose any sleep over losing that one. Uh, Leah looks like she really stands out on the freestyle. Some of these people don't look like they're really doing anything in the freestyle. Like some of them look like they're just like in the back doing like cabbage patch or something. But, and some of them are like really going for it. So, but Britt actually tells Aaron that she's a train wreck (laughs) and that Christina, she could see that she was beating herself up and, and Christina's like, I'm just such a perfectionist. This is what she's telling the camera. And she just comes off kind of whiny and just, yeah, not convincing. So after doing Britney's hip hop routine, they move on to do DCC choreography. Looks to be just the rookies. We don't see any veterans doing choreography too. And it looks to be just the same mess that it was the night before. You can just kind of tell on Britney's face that they're not doing well. At one point, she says she's trying to figure out who is right, especially in a a certain group. I think it's Kaylee, Melanie, Amanda, Madison, and Kaya. Judy's not happy with that group either. She's like doing weird noises with her her tongue. like And Brittany tells them that the entire group was just sloppy. They do give out a compliment to Melanie. There are five foot two dynamo and says that she, Brittany says she couldn't tell that she was so short because she dances so big and that she looked at her right in the eye and that she was not intimidated at all. She just kept on dancing. Katie says at one point that she just kind of blinked in the head, but her body started moving. So that was kind of weird, (laughs) but Basically, that section, whole section is really short, and they dismiss everybody, and they lead up to their roundtable. The first time I watched this, I thought this was all the same night that they did the choreography, the judges' roundtable, and then the cuts, but that actually happened the next night. So they don't cover a lot in the roundtable. 
But Brittany says that Katiana and Tori stood out to her as well, as they're still the two highest ranking rookies. She gave Ava a strong maybe. She said Christina was a no for her. She said Kaya has a fantastic look, but no. She said a maybe to Brie slash Brianna. And Erin, she said, really struggled. She got not one thing right, and she just thought she was in over her head. So she was a definite no for her. Then they ask her who would she put at point. And she said she really liked Gina, and she really liked Armani. And they asked her would she cast those two, and she said she would cast Gina. And they thanked her, said that they got really great advice. Not that we got to see all of it. That whole segment was like two minutes long. You know, I love the judges and the breakdown. And so I'm always bummed when I, you know, don't get that. And so now that they have the digital leaderboard, I guess we're doing away with the stickers, you know, which is fine. But I kind of like the stickers. I don't know why. I just do. Maybe because I then I can easily tell. But I can also, I don't know. I say I can easily tell, but I do think that the leaderboard is way easier to freeze the frame and go look at. So I take that back. So anyway, we're at the final day of rehearsal. So I'm assuming this is the next day based on my kind of time frame here. But she said it's the end of week one. And they they talk about this when this the rehearsal starts at 6.30. But the cuts don't actually take place until 9.15. So obviously, I guess they watched some of the rehearsal. Looks like they're all just learning routines as someone is going and pulling people out of rehearsal to go meet with Kelly and Judy. So their office this year, quote unquote, is two tables in the DCC locker room. So I'm like, okay, are they always going to be doing cuts in the middle of practice so that people can come into the locker room after and change? Is there another locker room that they're at? And this is the official locker room. So they're actually changing somewhere else. Is there nowhere else that we can make a place look like Kelly's office? And Judy doesn't have her stool. (laughs) But anyway, we get kind of a weird montage for the cuts. We don't get an individual visit with each person because they had 51 people in training camp this year, which is way more than we normally have. They're not interested in getting attached to these people. And obviously they don't want us to get it either. So they actually just kind of put them almost in four squares and just kind of hit the highlights. And we don't get anybody saying tonight's your last night. We get things like we don't need to see anymore. We're um, you, you didn't get noticed. I'm sorry, but. You're not going to make the team this year, that kind of thing. So they call in Amanda, Bree, Aaron, and Madison. Aaron is no surprise. They tell her she's just not a style match, a lot of choreography and sequencing issues. But after they've cut her, they said that they thought she was mature and they like her. She sounds to me like someone that's hearing impaired, like the way that she talks, but it might just be like a I don't know, or, or somebody that talks like they have a retainer or something, you know, it just, it just may be her voice, but she does kind of talk like there's some kind of a impediment somewhere, but that was no surprise. Uh, Madison, they say that she has great training and that she could be a great performer, but they haven't seen it in two rehearsals and she's out. Brie, they tell her she's adorable and cute, but she just wasn't getting noticed. And then finally, 
Amanda, and she's the one that I said I thought just had like weird facials in the face. They said that they were surprised that she wasn't better based upon the fact that she was on a good team. So I went back to Instagram to find her audition video clips and, you know, that they had put to see what team that she was on. And she was on the Golden State Warriors, interestingly enough. And I mean, they've had a lot of people over the years try out from different squads. I don't consider the Golden State Warriors to be that great. I mean, they're not the Laker girls. I mean, I think all of the teams at this point, you obviously have to be good dancers to make. But interestingly, Jasmine, who was cut going into her fourth season a few years back, and Otto Amy, who was cut after trying out for five years and like one of the final days of rehearsal, both of them made the Golden State Warriors team. So, you know, they obviously have a lower bar. Now, interestingly enough, Milan, who was a DCC for a couple of years and then quit in the middle of the season, tried out and is on the Golden State Warriors this year. But anyway, I, uh, I yeah, she just didn't, she just looked in over her head and, and not a, not a style matches, which is what they told uh, Aaron, but I, I would put Amanda in that same category too. So she also is out. So we are down to 40 seven people in training camp just like that so next week they're going to be doing the kick line evan miller is going to be back daphne's pulling up in practice and we're going to get a cut so that was everything for episode two so i didn't want to throw out there that um as always, you can get a whole you can get in touch with me on DCC Podcast at Outlook.com. And sometimes I might share some of your thoughts on the air. So the the question I kind of wanted to throw out there this week, one of the questions that's been thrown around on some of the forums is thoughts about the point position. Not only who would you like to see a point, but do you like them splitting the point like they've done the last couple of seasons? So that can be something that you can send in, tell me your thoughts, and I might share it on the air. So until then, be back with episode three. Until then, keep kicking.